Greetings, everyone. Anchi John Terrier, and uh, welcome again to another another great episode of Ring Talk. And I have with me today a great champion in kickboxing, and he's also a great martial artist. His name is Ben Ladoussa. We're going to get to know him a lot better and a lot more in a few minutes. So we're going to start with Ben, and I want you to know that Ben, you are the fourth generation. Uh, no, there's four generations oh, of yeah. your family. Exactly. Yep. Your grandfather Ronald was training with me. Your father is one of my top instructors. There's you, your brother Bobby, and your brother JF, and your daughter and yeah, your son. Bloody, yep, in Maverick, yes. Man, so there's really, uh, martial arts is a family affair. Exactly, yes. Okay, well, speaking of that, why don't you tell us, share with us your beginning. How old were you when you started? Well, I was, uh, I was uh, six, and my brother was four. <laughs> and my, my, my father was teaching at the, at the Vanya School back then, yeah. uh, was, uh, brought us there just because we were interested or just uh, something that like every, every dad or, or family does, bring his kids to a martial arts school. And I don't know if you can remember that far. What made you stay all this time, like at the beginning? At the beginning, I, I would admit, that, like, like everybody, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. Uh, we were always fighting anyways at the house, so <laughs> why not do it at the dojo? <laughs> And um, I remember that back then there was, um, like, n n it was, n n not everybody had geese. That's some right. of them had geese, some of them had sweatpants. I remember we had sweatpants and T-shirts maybe for a month. And then after when we had our gi, we were so proud of it. And then we, we, we continued. And then after that, you, get, you make friends. Yeah. You make friends. And then I remember competition. We did in-house competition maybe every four months, a Friday night. Yeah. That was good also. So uh, I stayed in it, and, uh, and, and I'm still in it right now, so... Tell our viewers what do you do for a living now. Well, I'm a, pro a professional martial artist now, and uh, me and my family we own uh, two schools in the Ottawa region, Hall and Gatineau, and uh, we've been doing it since uh, 2000. So it's 21 years right now. 21 years yep. already, eh? Boy, and you're doing good. That I know. You've got a lot of students, but you're also good as a teacher, and you're also good in marketing. So I understand that when people come to your place, you give them their money's worth. Oh, absolutely. That, but that's the most important part. And uh, like, I, I, like I always say, we, we did not invent uh, the, the, the system. We, we, we pretty much uh, learned it from you guys. Yeah. Uh, but, but we kind of, 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 of learned our own market, like uh, the Gatineau side of the market, yeah. how the, those, how the, how the, the, the Udawe people react and what they like, what they don't like. And after 21 years, we're pretty good at what we need to do yeah. to get people in and the service we need to, pro, to, to provide them to, uh, to keep them motivated. Well, I'll tell you that mm. I've seen you teach, I've seen what you do, and I'm really amazed, and I'm proud Thanks to lot, say yeah. my name's at the door because you guys make it look so right. easy, but I know it's a lot of hard work, you know? But, but that's when you know you're good at something, when it looks easy. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah. I know that much. You were also in jiu-jitsu for a long time. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm still am interested. I just don't, don't practice it a, a, a lot anymore. Uh, my, my beginnings were in jiu-jitsu with my brother, and we, at the beginning when we had only one school, uh, we used to teach kickboxing and jiu-jitsu 
50-50. So Bobby would do uh, kickboxing and jiu-jitsu, and I would do kickboxing and jiu-jitsu also. Then we opened up our second school, and I would do, we would do the same, but it got to a point where it was so big that we could not, uh, like, you need to be focused on one thing. So, so let's say I was teaching a, a jiu-jitsu uh, a class, and the parents would say, when, do we, when, 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 when does my son get a stripe? And I would say, like, in two days. And then the same parent would ask Bobby the same, and he said, well, I'll give him next week. So we were not, we were not talking anymore. So I said, yeah. okay, so it came to a point when, okay, you're the jujitsu uh, per person, yeah. and I will be the kickboxing person. So, so any question that is, concerns kickboxing, don't answer it. I'll answer it. And whatever, uh, whatever question from jujitsu, and it became that it was almost like two different businesses in the same in the same school. That's good. So that's, so that's why right now I, I, I dedicate myself to 100% to our kickboxing program and my brother uh, Bobby uh, dedicates himself 100% to the jiu-jitsu. That's, so it was, it was just the natural progression of the business. Well, but it went well because I, I know that. But you were what, rank? In I was a fifth dan. Fifth dan. Yeah, fifth dan. Yep. I remember that. And a good one. So I can, I can tell you that. Then after your training, teaching, doing a bit of sparring at the dojo, I think Jean-Yves Terrio approached you and your brother one day. Well, I was always, like, I remember the first two cards, and that was in 2002, 2003. It was at the casino, I think. Um, and I, I, we were there as spectators. And we were looking at that, and we said, wow, that's fun. And we're still, we're not old now. But we were a, young, a lot younger. We're like 23, 24. And my brother was 20. So we're looking at that and saying, that would be fun. And we, we had done competition before in jiu-jitsu. Uh, the grappling was not uh, a big part of it back then. So we did point fighting uh, um, tournaments. Uh, and we were, we were having fun. And we were not always winning, but we were having fun. And we liked the competition. So then we, we started to, to, to start and go train in Banyu with the other guys. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I always tell you that story. Um, even if I'd, I had done 10 years of jiu-jitsu and we had done, I had done... Um, I had done point fighting tournaments. Um, I was get, I was getting my ass kicked uh, from people that was only like a year training in kickboxing because yeah. it was not the same thing. It's a different sport. So after a few times, I said, okay, I really need to focus on this because I really want to get good at this. So then I, I kind of like came in. So instead of only coming in training on Friday afternoon, I, because back then Friday afternoon was the time. Yeah. All of the killers were there. So <laughs> <laughs> so we, we came in and then... So I came in on, on, on Monday noon, and I came in on Wednesday, and then, and then me and Jai would be uh, training uh, together alone. Uh, and and, and we, we were not texting back then. We were, I would call him and say, when are you available this week? Or he would call me and say, do you want to come in uh, at night? So, so th from then on, like, the more you do it, the, the better you want to be at it. So that's just a natural progression of me being. And then we, we did a few competitions, a few, uh, a few um, matches at the beginning. And then I said, okay, I really need to get good at this. So then I dedicated myself to that. Well, you know, and, but, and I remember Jean-Yves coming to see me with a smile ear to ear because he had a fight card coming up, and he says, you have no idea who's fighting on the card. And I said, no. He, he, he said, I got the boys. And I said, well, what boys? Mm -hmm. Ben and Bobby. And he was so happy that you were following in his footsteps. Yep. You know, Jean-Yves showed you the way. Right, and he showed a lot of us the way in kickboxing, but because you guys been there, like you were almost born in the dojo, Absolutely, you know? yep. so and then you grew up. If we talk about your career, how many fights did you have? I had uh, 28, uh, 27 fights, 27 fights, yeah. eh? that, that, that's pretty good. You're world champion, yes. Here's, here's something that I want the people to know you're always in top shape, 
I don't care if I, if I was to call you uh, right now, Jean-Yves calls you, he says, Ben, I'm stuck. I got a fight at 8 o'clock tonight. He'll say, can you make it 8.15? I'll be there. And yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're ready, right? Yeah. You, you spar and you do well. You're students. Tell me about your students. You have some guys. You always had good fighters out of Gatineau. Yeah. You still have some that are training for fighting? Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we just restarted our, our, our Pro Kick um, Fighters Club. Okay. So... Uh, before COVID, um, before COVID, we had uh, we every every Saturday we had the we, we, in the hall we have a two level uh, we have the main dojo and downstairs we have a fighting club yeah. with a ring punching bag and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was always full. So that was, and we had a great competition team. We had people like Patrick Asano and yeah. and other people that were were doing professional fights. And then COVID strikes and then so we're rebuilding it right now. So like let's say today we were about like twelve. That's so, good. so that's great, yeah. And, yeah. And, and right now it's mostly by invitation. So, so what? Uh, so I just want to. I don't want everybody come in, like people that are actually training and getting in shape, so we don't get hurt. And then we'll, we'll build the team back up. Yes, for sure. Well, you know what? It, it, it's always good. There's a mentality in Gatno that's so different than Ottawa. Mm -hmm. And the Gatno guys really like to fight. They really like to compete. When that young kid came from Toronto, Sam, yep. and he was going to spar the first day, I said, Sam, I'm just going to give you one piece of advice because he didn't know really anything. I said, keep your hands up. Because <laughs> every time you make a mistake, you'll pay the price. He came back Monday and I said, how was it? He said, I paid the price. <laughs> but I learned fast, you know, and he, he by the yeah. way, he really enjoyed training. I was very you. good. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. So when we, we, we look at kickboxing today versus, let's say, 15, 20 years ago when you started in kickboxing or 10 years, yep. what's the difference? Uh, for the sport, it's pretty much the same. I'm, I'm, it's more uh, well. If you if you talk to me personally, at the beginning, uh, like the first four or five fights were hell. Like I would I would not know if I would be able to finish the three rounds, right? But that because you you need to work at it. You need to you need to, to you need to go like from from three rounds to four rounds to five rounds to seven rounds to I guess ten or twelve rounds that I never did. But um, but um, I know at the beginning the first four 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 fights were tough. And then after that, well, you get in shape. Any, like you said, you, you always need to be in shape, and that's why I always say, uh, like, I need to train not every day, but I don't, I don't have off seasons and on seasons. Like Jean Yves always say, he was always in shape too. Always. It was not like you would do a fight, then would do like three weeks of nothing, then go back to training camp. He would, he would arrive in training camp in shapes, and and I, I pretty much always did that also. You know, when you when you mention. One thing I like about you, Ben, is you're honest. Mm -hmm. You're honest with yourself. You're honest with me. If you have something to say, it's not nice. You still say mm -hmm. it to me politely, but you'll mm -hmm. say it. And I remember one of your fights. You went. I, I forget where it was. It was out of town, and you lost. Yeah, the first one in Toronto. The first yeah. one. Okay. I asked you. I said, "What happened, Ben?" He says, "It's simple. I was so goddamn lousy." He said, "I, I did yeah. not have it." To me, I said, this guy understands mm -hmm. that it's not the referee's fault. It's not the, the, this fault. It's my fault. And sometimes it's it's okay to know that we screwed up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, but you don't screw up twice. No, no, and I, and I try to never do the same mistakes twice. No, 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 no. You never did either. Nope. So we talk about fights. Tell what which fight was your best fight? I, I have I actually never I never really thought about it, but I got a few uh, I got a few favorite ones. Uh, my, my first North American title against a guy named Jonathan Lopez. 
from? That, that was a tough one because the guy comes from New York, and I, rem I remember we had a good plan. We, we had a good strategy. I was in shape. After the first 20 seconds, I was like, okay, this is not happening. This is a street fight. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> there's and no technique in here. No. I came back to the, to, to the corner after the first one. I said, okay, forget it. Take the plan. Shove it. Yeah, and then we'll just fight. And I remember after the th third round, he had nothing left, and I knocked him out in the fourth. Yeah. And Jonathan Lopez was U.S. champion. Yeah. He comes from the Bronx. He's one No, tough, he was tough. He was tough. Tough, tough. Yeah. Uh, I like him, but he was tough. Yeah. So, but you see, this is good because you ex you've experienced a a challenge you took a negative and brought it into a positive yeah. you know so and if i if i'm looking at the my, my favorite one or my two uh, my, my favorite one was probably uh, when i won the world championship against the the bosanet uh, yeah. sebastian the, the guy from switzerland um that was fun because of all the hype around it Like it, it was, it was something like it was a happening. It, it, there was a lot of people there, and <laughs> and uh, it was a big celebration. And uh, a lot of my uh, my students or my family members were there. So if I'm talking about like my favorite one, it will be would be that. The toughest one will be against Jonathan Lopez. And and my first pro fight in Montreal for that uh, Bushiro Battleground series. That was a, uh, that was pretty much uh, for a new experience. Yeah. Uh, first pro fight. Then a lot of television was there and. Um, yeah, and, so and they did a, a movie. Yeah, yeah, they actually did like a documentary about that particular fight, uh, the, the the return of the PKA and stuff like yeah. that. So, so that was special. So uh, there's a favorite one. There's a there, there's a toughest one, and there's like the, the special one. Yeah. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to bring you back to two years ago. Yep. An exhibition fight. Yeah, absolutely. November first, 2019, with John Eve Terrio in the ring when Wallace and Wally Sloki were in the ring. Yeah. And it was to raise $10,000. We raised $25,000 yeah, from Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm -hmm. How did you like that experience? Well, the, well, I remember when you when uh, you called me up and Jaib called me up, and I, I was just nervous just by the call. So <laughs> I was stressing because just I was on the phone. I was having I was uh, I was um, I was wet. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, but uh, the whole experience uh, made me comfortable with the, with the interviews and 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 the the, the, the build up to the fight. We, we kind of did like a pre-fight video stuff, so that was fun. And the whole experience of uh, the the fundraiser, having stuff uh, auctioned off, uh, ju and just the whole idea of helping out uh, the Make a Wish Foundation, that was fun also. But the, and the fight with John Eve, like I had sparred a lot of times, especially when I was younger with him. So I remember how how, how tough it was and how how. how I got hurt uh, often, <laughs> and when we started to, because it was an exhibition, so we need to yeah. actually work together, so it, would, right. it would be nice. That's so I worked true. out here like maybe five or six times before that fight, and I remember going back at the house, oh man, if that's just, we're just having fun right now, imagine when there's 2,000 people, I'm going to have to be sharp, right? So, yeah. But the, the, whole, the, whole, uh, the whole experience was awesome. You know, Ben, uh, I've loved you and your family since you were a little boy, mm -hmm. and that day, Jean-Yves was happy that Rodney Batiste couldn't make it and you were in the ring. Because I came to see Jean-Yves. I said, I got a replacement for Batiste, but I want to pass it on to you first. He says, I have one too. And I look at him and I said, I bet you it's the same. He right. said, yes, we knew. And I said, Ben, he said, yes. But remember, I was looking at you. You were on cloud nine before the fight. Yeah, yeah. We had a special poster that I had gotten done and all the four fighters were on it. Yeah. There was you, Jaive, Wallace, and Sloki, and you were you autographing. Were and, and I mean, you must have autographed a hundred of those, and it was then awesome, all yeah. the equipment and stuff. And I'm listening 
to Bill Wallace cracking jokes. Yeah. And Jean-Yves, and, and one of the jokes he says to Jean-Yves, he says, how come you and Ben, your picture's this big, and my picture and Wally's this big? Jean-Yves says, it's because the quality of your photo was not good enough. He says, Terrio, you're going to hell, you're lying again. <laughs> <laughs> But there was so much fun and so yeah. much electricity, and you belonged there. Yeah, I was honored to be actually being hey, there. So that's, hey, that's that was fun. so so good. And and yes, there was a couple of thousand of people, and there was uh, guys who played in the NHL, won the Stanley Cup, yep. baseball player. Like everybody was there. And so I want to thank you on behalf. No, of no the thanks world, a lot. Also, yeah, you know. So if I look at your, I'm going to ask you your first your training routine. Then I want to talk to you about your teaching routine. Okay. So for are, your are, personal are you actually, training, like right now or when I was fighting. Well, why not we start when you were fighting? Yeah, when I was fighting, uh, and that was, like I said at the beginning of the interview, after four or five fights, I, I, I said, okay, I need to get in shape, and I need to dedicate myself 100% to that. So I, I, um, so I, I always kept in shape. I was always in shape, but you don't get in shape just by training or teaching. You need That's to right. get in shape, because if you want to get in shape, you have to do a little bit more than what you usually do. So I, so I remember back then, I, I started swimming. And okay. I started swimming... Uh, Uh, and then I was swimming. At the end there, I was swimming about, I was, I was doing 100 laps twice a week. Um, and that was good, but it was not great because as soon as I would start doing mitts with Jean-Yves, my shoulders were, were, would be very heavy. So I, I would go, I would alternate maybe, I would, if I would train on Monday with Jean-Yves, I would swim on, on Tuesday, and then I would not train for two, two, three days. And it was getting a lot of logistics because I, I, I was, uh, Jean-Yves would say, okay, but what's going on? And... So and then so but I was I went in shape so I started running stairs because I cannot run like 10 kilometers I'm not built for running, yeah. um, and all that that jujitsu when I was young and stuff so uh, the body's I don't I can't handle running so yeah. but I could I could handle stairs so in Gatineau we have a polyvalent that yeah there's about 200 stairs like this and I remember Jai would do that yeah so I said oh, let's do it so I would do that three times a week so let's say I would do it um, for 12 times that would represent maybe six rounds. So I would do it like 12 times or 10 times, or I would start, I would do it eight times, would be dead. And when I'm good, and when I would do it 12 or 14 times, that meant I was ready for, the, for whatever was coming in. So, um, so I, I would do cardio, I would do a strength and conditioning, and I, I would do weights also, but I was not a big fan of it at the beginning. But I fell in love with uh, weightlifting, but not weightlifting for, for, for bulking up, just to have a good look. Strength. Uh, and that would uh, that would transition into uh, my credibility as a martial arts instructor because when you're in front of the the, the class, you, you want people to believe in you. Okay, okay what, he, what he's doing must work because look at what he looks like. Looks like yeah. right, not the, the the instructor that's not in shape and uh, he's saying <laughs> to the kid, to the people do 50 push-ups, and, and the guy's like you can even do five right. Yeah. If I'm if I'm asking you to do 50, I'm because I'm going to be able to do 50. So I, I always kept in shape. So when, I when Jai would say, hey, you want to fight in uh, two months, three months? I would say, good. I would get in a little bit more shape. I would come here. Uh, and then I would not, because I don't want to disappoint him. So I don't, want, I don't want to take the first month of training camp to get in shape. I want to start in shape. Then I would just learn stuff in there. Yep. That is good. Your routine for teaching. Because your routine, I've got people around the world that I've seen you on World Martial Arts Live, yeah. that I've seen you on some of the podcasts or some of the Zoom that you did yeah. for training, and they really, really like the energy you put into it, the speed and the, the fun and mm -hmm. everything else. Well, I, 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 might, I might have a little different uh, <coughs> vision about teaching that, than maybe the average person. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to say I teach kickboxing, I always say that to people, I, I, 
I say, well, people come into the dojo because they have uh, work, they have family, so and they just want to get away from it all. So, so when they come in, yeah, they want to get in shape, but I'm, I, th I try to entertain them at, uh, at, through kickboxing. So if they're at, at, at the dojo for an hour and they're going to work out for 50 minutes, well, it's my job to make them maybe forget they had a fight at the, uh, at the house or maybe forget they had a bad day or... Or whatever, their kid got suspended. When they're when they're at the, the dojo for 50 minutes, they need to be focused. So it's my job to have them focused. So that's why I'm always like, okay, not giving them any breaks. Maybe I crack a few jokes, uh, do stuff uh, just to make them be in the moment. So I say we entertain people through physical activity. Yep. So it's like if you go watch a show, somebody a comedy show, you'll you'll laugh for an hour, so you just forget your stuff. Well, you come to the dojo and for 50 minutes. I won't be the, the, the guy in front that makes you laugh, but I'll make you sweat, right? <laughs> uh, and all of the stuff I try to incorporate, I actually did myself. I tried a lot of stuff. I tried uh, all kinds of stuff. I, taught, I tried P90X. I tried TRX. I tried all of those stuff. I tried them on, and I try to, to incorporate that uh, through, through kickboxing because the reality of, the, of, of, the, of the, the kickboxing program is there's only four punches and four kicks. That's right. So after, after you five have to or improve. six years, you, yeah, you need improve, to be cre creative. So we try to create different drills that incorporate those eight, eight techniques. Then you do mitts, then you do conditioning, then you do explosive. And I got a lot of, of contracts with, uh, with, uh, with different schools. So I kind of incorporate that right now with the kids. I have a, I have a, um, a, a hockey program at Nicola Gatsnou, Sported Sud Hockey. And and they they not hired me, but they 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 approached me to do their off ice training, and all of the explosive uh, leg explosive. That's so that's a lot of jump kicks, a lot of kicks, yeah. a lot of jump squat kicks. So yeah, it's fun. And and one of the things I remember, you always seem to come up with some crazy things that is funny, and everybody buys into it. Remember the the wheel, the spin the wheel. Yeah, well, I, I cannot take 100% <laughs> of the credit for that. My brother was also, because uh, when we do that Zoom thing, like we yeah. went to Kobe, we, we yeah. were teaching five days a week, six days a week, so you need to be creative to keep the people uh, motivated. So he came up with that wheel stuff, and, uh, <laughs> so, and then, or the crazy dice, we would do a, a dice, and then if it fell on the five, well, we would do this exercise. And I kind of came up with a pyramid. At, at World Martial Arts Live, I did the pyramid. So we started maybe with 10 exercises, 20, and then we, we would go from 50 to 10. So, but people need to look at it. And when they see it, they say, okay, there's only this much left, this much left. Okay, this is the last drill. So when it's, when it's just you saying, okay, do this, do this, but when they see, and okay, we only have like 50 uh, reverse crunch to do, and then we're done, okay, let's go. So yeah, we're, we're pretty much creative, uh, me and my brother, and we help each other, yeah, and much. our programs um, get better like that also. What's the future for Ben Nadusar in kickboxing? Continue to teach. Continue to, uh, uh, and, well, continue to teach, continue to train, uh, hoping we have, uh, we, and you can, never, you can never plan that, to get somebody through the door and say, okay, he wants to fight, and he becomes good and great, then he can, yeah. like, you cannot plan that, but if ever somebody comes in and You're he ready. wants to, yeah, we're, we're, we're ready, and we have all the tools. We have Jean-Yves, I learned from him, so I, I pretty much know what, and I've been through it, so we can transmit the, the information to this guy or this girl. Uh, that would probably be a good future. If not, we'll just grow the schools and try to teach as many people as possible and have fun with it. You know, uh, I, I see a balanced thing. I have a vision in martial arts that has brought me up to now mm -hmm. for 60 years almost. And my vision normally is pretty good. Sometimes I have to adjust it. But I see where 
where with Jaiv when when he started, it was raw. Then mm -hmm. there was like nothing. Okay, to when you started and to where you've brought it up now. And I know that if somebody walks in, uh, I think he's going to see that. And you're still young. You still have the juice. You still have the, yep. the goodwill, and you want to do it. So uh, anybody in your vision right now that might be able to to go far? Not, not right now. Not right now. Uh, just because it was so... Um It, see, we were, we were almost closed for a year and a half. So all of the, of the fighters, like, may, they, either they just were not motivated anymore to do it, changed plans, had families, had kids. Yeah. So, pandemic. Uh, pandemic. So, so right now, as we speak, we have, we have nobody now that would like to um, uh, maybe, but we never know. Make the sacrifice. Exactly. And you know what? It's very, it, it, it's so like, it's like a funnel, right? Yeah. Uh, for for every person that comes out a great competitor, we have maybe a hundred people that came in through the door and yeah, because ninety five and this is our model of business, same as as it was always. Uh, we're not uh, we're not a school where we 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 make fighters. No, we 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 we're more on self development, right? So ninety five ninety six percent of our clients are there just for 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 having fun and fitness, sweat equity, exactly, and and coming in, working out, and leaving. Two or three percent of the people really want to compete. That's right. Yeah, that's right. If you have an advice to give to an up-and-comer in kickboxing, a young guy, like this guy Sam. Yeah. Okay, he comes in, he's going to come in. Oh, I had something for you, I forgot. He's going to come in and train maybe every five weeks. Yeah, week. I told him, I say, text me when you're in town and... Well, this this kid is pretty he's pretty focused, that's for sure. Yes. And But we, he has a martial arts background also, so... He's pretty focused, and and that's when you, you just need to, um, in, in English, I don't know the word, but s'engager. Yeah, okay. Uh, engage. And you need to engage yourself, and you, you, don't, you, you can't just half-ass it. You just, you either do it properly or you don't. And, right. and for whatever reason you want to do it, that's Jean-Yves told me that. If you want to do it because you, you, you want to compete, well, do it right. If you want to do it just because you want to be in the ring and 2,000 people cheer for you, well, if that's your reason, well, do it properly. That's right. Whatever, for whatever reason you want to do it, do it properly. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You know, I, I, I look at, uh, we, we always keep people humble yeah. in, in our dojos, right? People come, 95% come and train. The one who want to go further, we keep them humble because if they don't, they're going to get hurt. We're going to look bad. They're yeah. going to look bad. It's not good for the sport, and everybody backs down. Ben, you won't realize this, but we've been doing this now for half an hour. Wow, We're just good. at the end. It was, quick, eh? it was a great interview, yeah. but I've got a few quick questions for you. Okay, and you just answer... Uh, you just answer me, but just before we go there, I want to ask you one more question. Yep. What is the greatest accomplishment that you've done through the fight game? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I, that's a tough question to uh, to uh, to call. Actually, so if if I, if I, if I motivated people to uh, to to get in shape, that that, that that's good. Um, winning the world title was good, also. Yeah. Um, And having uh, having souvenirs about it, like yeah, yeah, nice memories and I'm I'm not I'm not a guy that says okay I did this I did I'm not I, no I know I, I, I I'm I'm a eternally satisfied French when I accomplish something a week later I just want to do something else that's and that right. that was like that for all my life and that's right so I'm like that so I did something I'm happy about it two three days later 
Yeah. Well, anyhow, I know that you've accomplished a lot mm -hmm. by what you said. Right. All right. You can have dinner with anybody you want, dead or alive, and have a nice dinner with in conversation. Ah, man, I, I, I'm not sure about that, uh, that question. <clears throat> I, 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 if there's only one person, I, I, don't really, I can't really answer it, but um, it would be with a, a nice group of friends. Do you have any hobbies outside of kickboxing and martial arts? Uh, I have a lot of hobbies. Um, I, I, I kind of like to, uh, but I, as, as much as you know and people that own martial arts school know, it's very action. It's always action. Yeah. Always a lot yeah. of people, a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling. And, I, <laughs> and when that is done, let's say at night or in the day or at weekends, I kind of like to... So I, yeah, so I, 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 I like camping. I like uh, staying home. Uh, Cutting grass, just peace and quiet, and having fun with the family. Oh, that's yeah. good. Family is important. Yeah. Favorite music? Ah, I, I, I did a lot of styles lately. I'm, now I'm most into the country music. Well, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Age is coming up. I'm not a rapper. I'm still no, no, in rock and I, I roll. I was never a big fan of it, but when I was younger, <laughs> 90s, it was good also. Yeah, okay. Your favorite food? Uh, favorite food? Uh, I started to develop a taste for sushi. That's not, that's the... Well, that's good food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, typhoon, everything. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to ask one, but I know the answer. What's your favorite beverage? Uh, beer. Beer, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember speaking to Luc uh, Prudhomme of Molson, and I say, uh, Ben likes that kind of beer because he had some beer, you know? He says, Ben likes beer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Any beer. Favorite movie of all time? Uh, another one that I can't answer. But I liked a lot of movies. I don't know. Okay. okay. I don't know. Sorry about that. I, I never really stopped and think about what's, what's a great movie. You know, I look at... Uh, no, that's okay. Mm -hmm. I look at uh, a favorite city. You've traveled a bit. You've been to different places. Yeah. Is there a city that you've been to that you really like, took a shining to it? Nah, well, Quebec City like, is nice. Quebec City is yeah, Quebec, like, Quebec City yeah. is, just because it's, you can walk pretty much. Uh, a lot of pubs are also there. Yeah. yeah. I remember when we went to Vienna, Austria. Yep. You were. We had a wine tasting there. That's yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going. <laughs> so, you're you were not drinking wine then, and we had a wine tasting, and they put a pot, and you taste it, and you spit it in the pot, and I went no. My table, we don't spit wine, and it was very good <laughs> wine. And you look at me and say, well, Angie, I don't learn, right? <laughs> the next day or two days later, we went to visit the brasserie. Yeah, that was more in my style. Yeah. And the guy says, you got to try this beer. And you went, and at my table, <laughs> we're not, we're not beer. spitting beer. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was good. But you like wine now also. Yeah. yeah. Any, any special favorite not, wine? Not, I'm not. In, I'm not a kind of... You like beer? Enough, you like wine? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Okay, that is good. But I got a, I got a kind of beer. It's Molson all the time. <laughs> yes, yes. But you know what? It, ben, it, it's been a pleasure to share almost a lifetime for you. Yeah. You were six years old. And you're here and you're what, 84, 85, you know, you're getting there. No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, but uh, I want to say thank you for today. Well, thanks thank a lot. Thank you for all the listeners. And, and what we're trying to do is uh, these guys that are putting this together is they want to leave the history. So one day when they speak about Ben Nadusa and they, they say something, was it? No, no, listen, this is what Ben said on October 16th. Yep. And it's going to air once a month and you're going to be on. But, uh, as the Hanshi of the Terrier School, you were a prominent student. 
You gave back so many ways. The whole family, the Lanusa yep. family, are very, very special. It's family to me, but to so many people. So keep that up. Thanks a lot. And then uh, we're going to have your son very soon in the black belt category. Is your daughter is black belt yet? She's brown belt. Yeah. Brown belt. Ben, always a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Let's see.